wicka wicka wakey wakey eggs and bakey welcome back to another episode of pm in the am a comedy broadcast broadcast let's go like dude i cannot i didn't pull up the notes this time that you sent me i don't even know if i'm going to finish the the intro now i think i broadcasts don't have intros i don't think so um welcome welcome into pm in the am off to a great start i do have to say blake you started out so hot right there with oh, the man wicked, wicked, with that huddle is that is that a dj move that that's you were what I, that's what i was going for yeah i was going for oh, a little okay. wicked, wicked, wicked. and then i uh just scratched the the little thing it, it it didn't didn't work after that because we get into a broadcast and my name is blake bushman though i'm joined by co-host porter mcneely porter how you doing i'm doing great blake <laughs> for those who are first-time listeners this is a comedy podcast for listeners of all ages the show is designed to make you laugh out loud no matter where you're listening and we're gonna you know share some hilarious stories We've got the celebrity segment coming up where we are going to have to guess celebrities based off of insane facts that you probably don't know about them, which is pretty exciting. And then we're going to get some amazing advice from Blake. So I'm, I'm really excited for the show today. I think you did a great job, even though you crashed oh, and burned. <laughs> it happens, you know, it's, uh, that's happened twice now. I've done the uh, I've done the intro twice. And I have not successfully made it all the way through a single time. So we're doing really well. Happy to be here. (laughs) And I'm not going to start making fun of you for it until you get to about 20 times. Because I think, Mm. you know, I'm at like 25 times and you're at two right now. And so we could just let you have it every week to cut the gap down until you just have it rolling off the tongue like I do. We we probably should give me a warm up round first before we even press record. You tell me we're recording. You say, Blake, we're live. Let's do it. I'll do a dry run, fall flat on my face. We'll regroup at the beginning, and I'll try it again and see if it uh, see if it works out a little bit better. But uh, I'll get it eventually. Oh, well, I couldn't think of a better way to start the show. Wait a minute. I actually did think of something pretty cool, Blake. So we have a morning crew review this week that came over on Apple Podcasts that you're going to read for us. Yeah, this one comes in from Gballing1984. Five stars, great hosts, and full of laughs. You get exactly what you say, what they say you will. Solid hosts and funny content. Completely engaging and definitely made me laugh out loud on many occasions. Let's go. And I really like that one because it was just talking us up. Like there was, it was really that we're doing a good job and that's, you know, that's what's important to me. The content can be whatever, but as long as the, the hosts are there, I mean, I feel like we made it. As I was hearing that review, you know, I was thinking of, you know, one of the the best things you can get, you know, if you're a young man and you're trying to earn the respect of, let's say, your father or a boss or something, and all of a sudden you get a nice little pat on the back and you just know that the respect has been earned. That's what that review felt like for me. That was a good one. I think uh, we should keep that one at the top. Yeah, that, that was fuzzy. They did say that they get exactly what they we say they will, which I think is good because we say we're going to make them laugh. But I feel like at this point we have to, you know, lower it down a little bit, just reduce expectations so that <laughs> so that when we exceed them, it comes across as even better. Because I, I don't want to just, you know, what you get is what you get. I want to be them just blown away with under promise and over deliver, as they say. Yeah, I mean, I have been uh, a fan of that method as well. But I think <laughs> if we change the intro to be a comedy podcast that you're probably not going to laugh at, but maybe a couple of times, I think a people medi- might turn it off. A mediocre comedy podcast <laughs> <laughs> by uh, two non-comedian yeah. guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, by two, two losers in their uh, their wife's office. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dang, you really had to take that shot. That one hurt, Blake. No, but... I mean, look at where I'm at. It's it's the same for both of us. It's <laughs> Let's move on, Blake. And I, we've got the situational awareness segment, the segment where listeners send us in their problems. You know, they need advice, they need help, and we are here for that. And so we've got some good questions. We're going to go over a couple this week. The first one I have here, sent in anonymously. I think they don't want to ruffle any feathers, but it says, mm. I need help. Me and my family made friends with the neighbors. They invite us over from time to time, and it usually is great, other than the fact that they start screaming at their kids in front of us. What should I do when I'm standing there as they are yelling at their kids? Did this ever happen to you growing up where you were at your friend's house and, like, you know, they they weren't supposed to have friends over until they cleaned their room and and you were over there and their parents just start ripping them up and it was the most uncomfortable thing that I can ever imagine. So I, I can't imagine that if I was at somebody's house, it would be any different than it was when I was a kid because it was an awful experience every time. Oh, absolutely. As it's happening, you're just thinking one thing. You're like, you know, I would gladly just show myself out. You know, I know where the door is. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll just see you tomorrow. I know the way that this is going to end. This isn't going to end in us hanging out the rest of the day. Today's over. The best case scenario is tomorrow if he's not grounded. You know what I mean? So yeah. but I don't there know was- from like a, an adult situation like that changes it doesn't it Uh, i imagine i mean i think as an adult and a kid though there's really only one thing well there's two things you can do a is leave you can just get up and walk out that's even easier as an adult because we have a means of transportation and if this is your neighbor you can you know just run home and the you know you'll be on your couch before they even notice you're gone because they're too busy chewing out their kids or the other option is that wall that you're sitting next to becomes the most interesting wall that you've ever seen. And you just stare at it. You examine every little thing. You don't even realize that they're yelling because you are just admiring the wall of their house. Like it could be a family picture from six years ago and you're just, wow. And you look at that thing until the screening stops and then you have to keep looking at it so that they don't think you only turned back because they, uh, they calm down. That's the only thing to do. No, that's hilarious. You, right after they're done, just screaming at them. You're like, you know, who did those pictures? We've been thinking about family portraits. That's a, that's a really good where idea. Did, where did you get that shirt? That's 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 really nice. That probably doesn't fit you anymore. Do you? Does that have that? <laughs> yeah, clearly the photo was taken in, in years past. No, that's good. I had another idea as you were saying that one, Blake, and it goes off. You know the guidebooks that they make and they, they sell a guidebook for dummies for every uh, single category do you think it would be appropriate to just you know casually go to the bookstore buy a copy of parenting for dummies and <laughs> and drop it off do you think that would be a good move or how are you feeling about that one i mean that's great you can even can you when you order something on amazon can you make it not have your name on it you, you i was going to whatever name you want that's uh, a good point the anonymous you can, order. You can you can just send a mystery Amazon package right to their doorstep. <laughs> and it can be it can be parenting one oh one, parenting for dummies, the parenting starter kit. I mean, you can put it in it's like just all discipline. sorts of things. <laughs> discipline for dummies. <laughs> discipline one oh one, intro to parenting. I mean, I feel like if there's not those books out there, we're not even parents, but I feel like we should write them and uh put them out. And then they're just, it's just one page and it's just as don't yell at your kids in front of your neighbors. And that's then you just can send it to their door and then yeah, you're free. I mean, at least have the decency 
to take them into their room, shut the door, and then yell at them loudly enough mm. that everybody in the house can still hear what's going on, but at least have the decency to, you know, shut that very thin door so you can kind of show everybody that there's uh, something separating you from having to watch their kid get yelled at. I like it. Did you ever get spanked? Uh, yeah, I... Like, I definitely I'm talking, did. <laughs> I'm talking bare cheeks. Like, did you did you get did you get the business? I think there. I can remember one time, and and that was a, a one of the threats. That was one of the main threats. Like that was probably top tier worst mm. punishment we could get was the bare butt spanking. And I am remembering one occasion where I was such a menace at our uh, at our church service that I got pulled out and I was outside lifted up like by my pants with my pants down and just but church is still going on they yeah. just went out the front door and yeah we were like out the i didn't remember if it was like on the way home if i had said something disrespectful during like the, the class time or what happened but that's, that's something hilarious. that sticks with you because yeah i was like realizing i was like these people all live by us like these people i i was probably like i was really little but for some reason i can still remember that because it was it was traumatizing I like to imagine in the in the neighbor scenario that they just take their kid and just start wailing on them right like mid conversation. They keep talking to you, but they're just making <laughs> up. Yeah, they're like, yeah. Anyway, yeah, the Genesis that was a good game last Saturday. Huh? Yeah. What do you think about potentially joining in on the discipline? That's a scenario that we haven't yet uh, visited. You're like, yeah. I can't believe you don't clean your room. Our kids all clean their rooms and just adding to the discipline, throwing them under the bus and just completely, you know, ruining their day. That's great because that's going to make the parents feel uncomfortable too. And then you're just throwing it right back at them because you're uncomfortable. And if you can just make them feel uncomfortable and get the whole situation over with, or maybe the kid will stop acting up, having an outside source really, you know, go after them. I think that's fantastic. I like that a lot, actually. For some reason, and this applies to like older, the older I've gotten to, something your parents say, you're just like, yeah, whatever. And then somebody else comes along that's like a random neighbor, a random person that you met like two times and they give you advice. Dang, that was deep. That's good advice. I should remember that. Why is that? Yeah. (laughs) I feel like your parents give you so much information that over the course of time, you just like, you become numb to it almost. Like, just. With all the advice that they're giving you. And, you know, you trust your parents a lot more than you trust those other random people. But because it's, you know, coming from somebody who never gives you advice, that's got to mean a lot more. So, parents, hot tip. If you want your kids to listen to you, just don't talk to them until you really need them to know something. You were coming up on the most amazing pro tip and you totally got it wrong. What you need to say is go to the random neighbor and give them the advice that you want to give to your kid and tell them to tell it to uh, It's like the parent swap, but it's just mm-hmm. like advice swaps. You just yeah. you swap parenting and discipline with your neighbor's kids. That, I mean, yes. that's fantastic. Like a neighbor, friend, coach, you know, you just give them a script of mm. something that they need to say. And they're like, hey, Billy, have you ever thought that maybe your life would be better if you spend more time studying? And he's like, I never thought about that. All of a sudden, we got a valedictorian. Yeah. All of a sudden, we got a Harvard grad. I think we came across a good pro tip. I'm thinking we have a business model right in front of (laughs) us. We just need to hire one guy, or we can do it ourselves. And we'll say, hey, it depends on the advice, but we'll say 100 bucks. I'll go, and I'll tell your kid whatever you want me to say. But because it's coming from me, they're going to listen. And then, you know, we put up flyers, and then you spend five minutes out of your day. You discipline all these kids, and parents are happy. Kids are obviously doing way better. I mean, you said valedictorian. That's fantastic. 
I'm raking it in. I mean, this is this is a gold mine that we just came up with. So I'm a huge fan of that. You know, I think it's like secondhand advice or something. I think he's, I think oh secondhand advice. It's a thrift thrift store advice. As as there's there's a name in there. We'll find it. Oh, yeah, I think we solved that one though. I'm feeling really good. Do we have time for one more porter? Let's do it. I say why not? All right, because this one I think we need to get to. It is uh more sad actually. Oh no. This person, don't do this to me today, Blake. Person, I'm already in my feels. <laughs> this person sent in. I'm not going to say their name. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to out them in case their friend listens to this podcast because they said my friend has had seven pets die this year alone, and we're not even halfway through. I don't know how to tell her that she should not buy any more. <laughs> I mean, the only acceptable excuse is if all seven were goldfish. <laughs> even then. My sister has had a goldfish for I don't even know how long. It's that goldfish is darn near older than I am. It Serious. is. Yeah. I mean, and she has left and had other people take care of this goldfish and like I it thing is a trooper. And I I am convinced that somewhere along the way somebody swapped it out cuz yeah, goldfish do not live this 100%. long. It has some sort of distinctive something to it or maybe it recognizes her like and it swims up to her when she comes home. I have no swims idea. Swims up to her in a bowl. Well, yeah, it has. It's obviously, if it's lived this long, it's a really advanced cold fish. <laughs> but, it does, uh, it sh- she does shake, and she just sees, like, the tiny fins, like, she's got a secret handshake with her goldfish. I have no idea how this thing has lived this long, though. Its name is Hulk, and it it is 47 years old, this stupid goldfish. I mean, she changes the water out regularly, keeps it fresh. I mean, she pours her heart and soul into this thing. And now that I'm saying it, I'm hoping that it hasn't died and I just haven't been told it. But at least within the recent history, it was still alive. Otherwise, I'm making her relive the uh, pain of uh, death of a goldfish. But Well, let me give some advice to all the fish owners out there because I do know somebody that has killed seven pets within a year. And that is my dad. Growing up, we had we had like a nice, you know, a square fish tank. And, it, and we had all sorts of fish in there. And it was... It was kind of fun, you know. We named our fish. Mine was Rainbowy. I remember Rainbowy. Uh, I yeah, like it. A little creativity on the end, and we had like a silver dollar fish, like a big one, and we had the ones that go to the bottom and they like eat all the dust off of it or whatever. Come to find out, you've got to monitor the temperature pretty carefully, and so I think it was like a cold evening. My dad thought, you know, I'm going to turn the heat up for these fish. It's kind of cold in here. He cooked Boiled. all of our fish. He cooked all of our fish. <laughs> all of our fish were dead, Blake. And I think I was probably seven max. And that was a, that was a heartbreaking day when dad killed all, the, killed all the fish. Can you eat goldfish? Like I think people do, but I don't think it's nutritious in any way. I think it's I guess, just does stupid. It, does it taste like, let's say you actually cooked up a goldfish. Obviously, there's not a lot of meat, but like, would it taste like a fish, whatever meat was on there? Or would it have? I, it, I bet like tiny bit. Maybe but it has to be kind of fishy. No, oh, Yeah, it's probably pretty fishy, I guess. <laughs> I have a memory from when I was a kid, and this could totally not even be true, but I don't know where else this memory would have come would have come from but you know how you can go to the pet store and you can get goldfish for like super cheap i mean they they were nothing i don't know if it was my money or why my parents would allow this but i'm pretty sure we bought like 18 goldfish and we put them all in one tank and i, I think the next morning i came out and like three quarters of them were dead <laughs> oh no you didn't realize it's like when you played zoo tycoon as a kid you didn't realize if you put them all in the same cage that they would die <laughs> 
Yeah, and I'm just imagining that all these goldfish just swimming around a bunch of corpses all night. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> so uh, back to your friend, mystery listener. I just hope that these weren't hamsters because I feel like hamsters always die in the most horrific way possible. Well, they got the metal cage. It's like there's so many places they could get stuck. Well, I just have you ever had a hamster? I have not. Okay, I feel like every story I've heard of somebody who had a hamster. The way it died was like, oh, it was electrocuted. It fell out of a three-story window. My dog ate it. Like, my sister, I think it was actually a guinea pig, but, you know, same thing. We came home from a family vacation, and this was not as traumatic as it was, but I think my grandpa was supposed to be taking care of this thing, and apparently it was fine. And we came home, and I don't remember exactly how it died. But it was traumatic enough that when my sister walked through the door, she just screamed, It's dead! And it was the first thing we we heard when we came back home. And so everybody was panicked and ran inside. But every single person I've ever talked to that has had a hamster, the things just don't like living, I think. <laughs> I just think they're so weak that it's... And it's not really a positive experience to have them because you buy the wheel, you buy the ball... You buy the cool water thing, and all they do is sleep all day. Oh, yeah. And they wake up at 2 a.m. and squeak the wheel. Those balls do not work. We had the, those guinea pigs growing up. Not once did I ever see a, one of those balls rolling with a little thing inside of it. it. You have to, like, physically push it, and then it's just scrambling for its life. It's, it's trying to stop. <laughs> yeah, it's trying to do it. It's doing everything it can to make that ball not roll. So those Gosh. things are... Uh, I don't know who came up with it, but they do not work as well as well, at least you didn't. At least you didn't get scammed into buying the one where it's like you know it's uh, like the Chuck E. Cheese with all the tubes. It's got like mm. tubes and slides. People buy those for their hamster, and then the thing just sits in the little bark and never even goes in it ever. I'm certain there's been countless hamsters that have just crawled up in there, gotten stuck, and and died. <laughs> I just forgot about them. I cho- I'm choosing to believe that uh, at least three of these seven pets were hamsters. In- Oh, yeah. And two of them died via tube asphyxiation. Like, I just... Yeah, no. I mean, whatever this friend is doing, I think you just need to tell them to have a break. You know, you don't need to have a pet for a while. If if this is your track record, you need to gain some positive momentum. And I'm going to tell you how to do that. You get them a plant. They Mm -hmm. need to be able to maintain a plant, keep it alive, because that's a lot easier than a pet. If they can do that for six months... Then you can get them something that's uh, a little bit of a step up. Maybe we can start talking pets again. But you need to build them up. Did you just say a plant is easier to keep alive than a pet? Absolutely. I, uh, All you do adamantly you, against that. Plants it, are the hardest things to keep alive. You water them not enough, obviously they die. You water them too much, oh, they drown. You leave them alone for half a second in the, in the sunlight for too long, they get cooked. Oh, you didn't put it in the sunlight enough, they're dead. Plants are impossible to keep alive. I've had one plant my whole life. I think it lasted a week. I don't know how you can say that because the earth has been keeping plants alive for, you know, I think like 7 billion years on its own. So how can you say that it's the hardest thing to keep a plant alive? A house plant is very different than nature. You know, specific (laughs) things grow in certain places because they, you know, are made for that type of weather. But a house plant is not made for your living room. There's no plants that grow there naturally. So... That's why it's hard. Okay, I think that's fair. But maybe if you stop buying cactuses and orange trees and buy something that can fit the climate, no, you'll be okay. Cactuses are the easiest ones to keep alive because you don't have to do anything to them. Yeah, it has to be like a thousand degrees, though. No, not uh, not all cactuses. There's <laughs> cactuses here. 
in our state where we're at. It's not in the southern part where it's 100 degrees right now. Look, you can have a cactus at your house and keep it alive way longer than 99 other things. The problem here is really the humidity because it's not humid at all. And a lot of plants need just like moisture in the air to stay alive. Otherwise, you have to water them like a crap ton. I think you're going to get destroyed by plant lovers about this episode. I feel like you're spitting lies. They're going to back me up. They're going to back me up. My wife, I'm surprised you can't see any any plants in here. She loves her plants. She has them all over the place. She's killed countless of them. She's kind of sort of started to figure it out. The only plants she can keep alive are the ones gifted to her for whatever reason. If she buys a plant, it's, it's dead. Those things are impossible to keep alive. What they really should do is, if their friend just refuses to not have any more pets, is buy them a turtle. Because those things have a shell. So, if you know, if the problem is you're stepping on them, no problem. You can step on a turtle and it's... it's can you? Know, I mean, you Like a little little pet one? You can't curb stomp it, but it has it. I mean, it's going to hold up better than a hamster. <laughs> I know that. That's, sure. that, that's true. <laughs> and also... Turtles just live forever, it seems. Uh, maybe a tortoise is really what you want. I think those are really what live a long time. And they have like a real nice thick shell to them. So buy them a tortoise. And uh, if they kill that thing, then, you know, PETA should lock them up for sure. But imagine this. I thought of this as you were talking about that. Why not just let them get snakes? Because everybody hates snakes and we'd like to see snakes killed. So this person, we're not helping them become better pet owners. We're just letting them buy one snake, it dies. Buy another snake, it dies. Buy another snake. And they just keep dying and they keep killing all the snakes until there's no more snakes. You are getting, you're going to get roasted by the snake lovers online. There's no one. Nobody likes snakes. There's countless people that like snakes. I'm not a huge fan of any sort of animal that needs a terrarium, but I know there's lots of people that love snakes. So if they're going to get a pet as anything that we want to eradicate, it should be like pet mosquitoes. Just take in a taking a whole hive of bees like that's that's the type of things we need <laughs> no i would rarely group an entire you know population of people that like something and call them all weirdos but snake people all weirdos i have yet to meet a normal snake person you know the guy that just like runs up and starts picking up snakes and holding it they're never normal so i'll just throw that out there as we close up this segment <laughs> i hope you get cooked online for that one i i know it's gonna happen too i can't wait oh great well that was a good segment you know we had some good advice there hopefully you found something that was useful if you guys have any questions that you want to ask us make sure to submit them on our instagram at pm and the am podcast you go to our bio we have a link there where you click on it, the top link will be the Google form where you can anonymously send in these questions that we love to answer. We are going to be right back. We're going to be doing the celebrity guess a celebrity segment right after the break. So don't go anywhere. It's going to be entertaining. With warmer temperatures approaching, there is no better way to cool off than with some authentic Brazilian acai from Bahaka Acai. I lived in Brazil for two years and I fell in love with acai. But when I came back to the U.S., I was pretty disappointed with the quality of the options here. That is until I found Bahaka Acai, which tastes exactly like what they serve in Brazil. Because that's exactly what it is. Imported from Brazil and delivered to your doorstep, it is the best treat for summer months. Whether you want it as a healthier alternative to ice cream, or covered in sweetened condensed milk like I do, Acai is a superfood that is super delicious. If you're interested, visit their Instagram, at Bahaka Acai, that's B-A-H-A-K-A-A-C-A-I, and send them a DM and let them know that PM in the AM sent you.
And we are back. Blake, I'm so excited to do this celebrity segment again. The segment where we take crazy facts about celebrities that you probably don't know. We share them with each other, having the other host try and guess who it is. Along the way, we can give them up to three hints and we will see who comes out ahead. Make sure if you're at home listening on the road, wherever you're at, play along. Let us know how you did at the end. We'll see who has a better celebrity knowledge. Blake, last time I remember that you told me you didn't know much about uh, like the celebrity relationship. So I tried to go down that road as much as possible glory (laughs) i here's the thing i don't know that much about any celebrities just period there's like maybe a handful that i could tell you anything about you show me a picture i won't know their name but uh the relationship side of things it is just miserable i have no clue so if those are your hints you can just skip that hint and go to the next one so now my real goal for this segment is to have you you know the grocery store checkout line when there's all those magazines, they're just like why for people. I don't know what it's called, but my goal is that next time you're at the grocery store, you're going to be doing a quick flip through the pages, trying to skim the magazine to get caught up so study that you can get the answers right. Yeah. <laughs> trying to study for the test before we get Blake on a subscription to Celebrity Gossip. That's that's the goal of this segment. But Blake, who do you do you want to go first this week? You want me to go first? What are you feeling? You know what? I'll go first. I'm going to give you a... I'll give you one here. This celebrity has a framed picture of Kanye interrupting her in her living room. It's captioned, life is full of little interruptions. I don't have any idea. I'm trying to think who would be associated with Kanye. And I'm, I'm guessing this is pre all of his issues. I, and, I mean, uh, this is from a while ago. Yeah. For some reason, I like want to say Martha Stewart as a random guess. What does Martha Stewart and Kanye have in common? Well, I know she's close with Snoop Dogg. Have you not seen the commercials for the lighters? And she's like, it's for cooking. And then he's like, it's for something else. <laughs> I love the visual of Snoop Dogg, Martha Stewart, and Kanye all just hanging out. The best of pals. Yeah. Oh, man. No, it is not Martha Stewart. Dang. She has broken 58 Guinness World Records. So my, I'm thinking like an Olympian maybe now. That kind of feels like it has to be in the Olympics. It 58 records. Uh, Guinness World Records though. So it's not like Guinness <laughs> oh. track of everything. It's not just the fastest hurdle. Oh. <laughs> Dude, we should do a segment on Guinness World Records because they are the absolute most stupid things. They have it for everything. But that didn't help at all. I'm going to need the next hint. Okay. Her first single was called Tim McGraw, which reached the top top 10 songs in the country charts in 2006. Was that my last hint? No, you have one more. Oh, Tim McGraw. Faith Hill? No, not quite. <laughs> she is well known for writing music about previous relationships. Taylor Swift? It is Taylor Swift. Oh, dang. Yeah, see, I didn't even see that one coming. That was, that was good. The Guinness World Records were all like, you know, the most songs streamed, uh, you know, most total time, like things like that. I don't know what all 58 of them are. I didn't look into it, but I was really hoping it'd be like most basketballs juggled while on a unicycle and all the other things that Guinness World Records usually are. You know, Guinness World Records are like so stupid. It's like longest string bean. Yeah, she has it. (laughs) No, that that one actually really threw me off. I would have not seen that being Taylor Swift. So, I mean, good, good job with that one. You ready for my first one, Blake? I'm ready. Hit me. All right. This celebrity was living in Maui and working at Bubba Gump to pay bills before their big Hollywood break. Living in Maui? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm imagining they're an islander then, you know, from All right, I'm going to I'm going to get the first hint before I get too far into my thoughts here. Okay. His hairline has made a major comeback recently. His hairline has made a... Okay, so my first guess was 
The Rock. <laughs> that takes care of that one. I know that can't be right. Imagine you just look in the news and you see that The Rock has a full head of hair. You're like, oh. <laughs> the only person I could think of whose hairline has had a major comeback is LeBron James, but I don't think he was working at Bubba Gump Trim. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I think you're okay. Let's let's go on to the next hint. Let's see. Okay, he is married to Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say he's married to Arnold Schwarzenegger. I was like. I was like, I didn't know Arnold Schwarzenegger was gay. That didn't help at all. I have no idea who his daughter is. I think you'll be able to get it with this. He tames raptors in Jurassic World. Chris Pratt? That is correct. Oh, oh he's married to Arnold. I, I feel like I've heard that, actually. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was one I got while I was looking it up. Did I didn't really his have His hairline it. has made a comeback? Yeah, look at his look at his hair in Parks and Rec versus Guardians of the Galaxy. I feel like it's the same. I feel like he just lost weight. No, it's I'm not. Watch, I'm if watching Parks and Rec right now, and I don't. I wouldn't say he has a bad hairline in Parks and Rec. No, but it's made a major comeback. All right, I'm gonna have to pay attention next time. All right, we made it though. The last hint, but we got it. This celebrity told Jimmy Fallon that he almost changed his name to Chuck Spadina or Templeton Page Taylor. Those are stupid names, and I have no idea who would possibly do that. I'm going to need a hint. In Hawaiian, his name means cool breeze over the mountains. Well, why are we talking about Hawaii so much today, and why are we so bad? When, when you when you mentioned Maui, I was like, did we bring up the same guy? But it, It's not Chris Pratt. I'll tell you that right now. No, because I don't know who Art Templeton is. Uh, <laughs> I need another Page hint. Taylor. All right. <sighs> Their first leading role was in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Okay, so I think that's like an old movie, so it's got to be somebody, you know, probably yep. in their you've 60s seen, now. You've never seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? No, I haven't. Oh, it's a classic. I've heard of you it. Gotta, I haven't you seen gotta it. you got to watch it. It's classic. I'll give you your last hint, be. though. I'm not entirely sure how helpful this will be, but he is well known for doing his own stunts. Huh. I know Tom Cruise is, but I think we had Tom Cruise on here last time, or at least yeah. we had Tom Cruise's lover. Yeah, we had we had Tom Cruise last time, so it's it is not Tom Cruise. I didn't double down on him. Okay. Um, who else would do their own stunts? Evil Knievel. It is it is an actor. I don't think Evil Knievel. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, I got no idea. It is Keanu Reeves. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know he did his own stunts. Yeah, but I mean, his uh, name is weird. Yeah, Keanu. He he was named after his uncle, and apparently uh, that means cool breeze over the mountains. In like the Ma- the new Matrix movie that just came out not too long ago. I mean, he's fifty something now, I think, and he jumped off of a building like dang a bunch of times in in one day, and everybody was like, "Dude, you need to calm down." So that's why I uh, I brought that one up. That's a good one. I had no idea. All right, you ready for your next one? Let's do it. Okay, this celebrity owns the title of world's biggest carbon footprint. Okay, I imagine it's somebody who travels a lot because, I, you know, planes is probably the only way I can imagine that happens. Let's hear the next one. Their plane has been used 170 out of the first 200 days of the year. This year you're talking? Yeah. So they've flown a lot recently, but I was right about the plane. I don't. I still don't know who it would be who's flown that much. I, does are you ready for your next hint? But yeah, yeah. She is famous for writing albums post-breakup. <laughs> Taylor Swift. We, you got us. We gave the same clue. That's incredible. <laughs> I should have done the other clue first. I don't know what I was thinking. The other clue is her concert tickets have caused serious controversy recently. Uh, I, I, I would have gotten yeah. that either way. Uh, I guess my, she has 
like the biggest carbon footprint in the world. So if you ever hear her talk about anything environmental, don't listen because she's I feel like, flying for like 20 minute flights to get places easier. I feel like I've heard that. And that's why it, it uh, made me think of planes right away. But I didn't know it was Taylor Swift. But I've heard that, you know, celebrities have huge carbon footprints because of how often they fly. And most of the time they're flying private. So it's, you know, a plane transporting a handful of people instead of however many are in regular planes. So and that's meanwhile, they're telling us to use a paper straw so the turtles don't die yeah. while they just put jet fuel <laughs> right into the ocean at her concert. There's there, you know, there's paper straws. Yeah. <laughs> All for what? All right. I'll get you your last one here. This celebrity's pockets had to be sewn shut to prevent them from taking food on set while filming. Mm, would I be wrong to think of a big, big boy here? Mm. <laughs> that would be pretty uh, judgmental of you. Uh, somebody that's hungry a lot. I don't know. <laughs> I got no idea. They were hungry a lot. All right. There is a hashtag on TikTok inspired by his most popular character that has over 21 billion views. Oh, good thing I study all the hashtags on TikTok with views. Oh, it's got 21 billion, bro. I mean, that's a lot. 21 <laughs> billion with this guy's character so you're saying he played like an animated character or i mean a character could be in anything dang no idea i want the next clue okay despite having been in eight films from the same series he reportedly only had 31 minutes of screen time <laughs> eight films has to be fast and furious 31 minutes of screen time or it could be harry potter I think there's eight films of Harry Potter. What else is there eight of? Yeah, that narrows it down quite a bit because there's not too many series that have had... Is, I think there's more films. than eight Fast and Furious, right? Oh, there's 47 Fast and Furious. <laughs> it's because they Man. keep bringing in billions of dollars. So they keep making them. <laughs> Let me guess the guy that plays Hagrid, but I don't know his name. Uh, No, it is not. <laughs> you were really going for the snack thing, huh? <laughs> that was an educated guess. <laughs> All right. You'll probably get it on this one. He was the young antagonist in a movie series based off of a book. So I think I'm on the right track. Is there anything else that has eight that I'm just glancing over? But I don't know who Draco Malfoy is. I don't know who plays him, but that's I, my guess. If you want to say the actor, I mean, the, the character, that's fine. Is, yeah. Are you is guessing that, Draco? Right? Yeah. It is Draco, yeah. Oh, okay. Tom Felton is the... I have no idea who that is. I mean, I've seen him in the movie, but... I didn't know he had to have his pockets sewn shut because he would just eat food on the set. Yeah. He's he, irresponsible. And it was just, I mean, he was like, well, how old were they when they were filming those f f first movies? He was like they 10 were like years kids, old or something. Yeah. It was his robes he, in the pockets. He kept putting uh, snacks in. <laughs> so he, they had to sew the pockets of his robe closed so he wouldn't keep bringing snacks while they were filming. But they didn't want him crinkling around while they were trying to get the good shot. <laughs> He's in the background of the scene. You just see him <laughs> slowly opening up a wrapper. That could have been the most epic product placement if they like opened up a thing of Oreos like mid-movie and then you had, it was like an Easter egg. You had to find it in the movie. I'm imagining that was close to greatness. The rows of tables in Harry Potter with all you know with all the candles floating above and there's food on them and it and there's just a package of Oreos sitting in front of him. <laughs> that guy snuck into the movie. That would be amazing if he snuck something in. I didn't know his name. Kind of got it off. I mean, you got it. 
Yeah, I, I got there. Expect you to know Tom Felton. I probably wouldn't have, but my sis, my my wife's a huge Harry Potter fan, so she's mentioned his name a couple of times. Well, I think you'll get this last one, but we'll see here. It, it might take a couple of hints. So this celebrity has said they believe in leprechauns, among other Irish myths. Okay, no clue. <laughs> she had a blood drinking ritual with her former lover. Um. Yeah. No, I don't know what that could not even. This psychopath is a celebrity like then it would be in prison all right before her blood drinking lover she was formerly married to brian austin green who the heck is brian austin green i had a hard time coming up with clues you looked up ex-husband of i had a hard uh, time coming up with clues but you should know this person all right you, uh, you will know who it is with the last clue drinking blood oh i have one more clue yeah one more clue okay and hit hit me <laughs> she was in transformers megan fox Yep. She was drinking blood? Yeah, with MGK, Machine Gun Kelly. Oh my goodness. They uh my 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 childhood is ruined. I <laughs> you know, little tiny Blake used to love watching Transformers and it wasn't because of the robots. So that's heartbreaking to find out she drinks blood. That's awful. <laughs> I thought you were a Bumblebee guy. You always told me you're a big Bumblebee guy. Yeah, because Megan Fox was in the movie. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Like 2007, Megan Fox was 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 great. Everything after that apparently has gone very downhill. <laughs> I mean, at the point of leprechauns, that's just a little weird. <laughs> Wait, I forgot about that. Wait, I was stuck up on the she drinks blood thing. She believes in leprechauns. Yeah, I read an article that said she believes in leprechauns among other Irish myths. I feel that's... like that's been something that's like clearly debunked. So, you know, like if you still believe in leprechauns, it's like, I mean, I don't even know if you need to debunk leprechauns. I don't think that I mean that's right along with unicorns and centaurs. Like people just know those things aren't real. <laughs> They're like mythical. I know we might need to put like a, a spoilers uh, section over this for kids. Okay. If kids don't know unicorns aren't real, they have bigger things to worry about. All right, there we have it. I think we did uh, pretty poorly. I think without the obvious hints at the end, we would have been uh, 0 for 6 today. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see because I feel like last time when we posted these on Insta- on Instagram and, and wherever else, I could be wrong, but I feel like we only posted the initial question, you know, the believes in leprechauns or, or whatever. So it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see if people get them because we had quite a few people comment the right answer based off of some obscure fact last time. So who knows that Taylor Swift has a picture of a framed picture of Kanye hanging up. I think that <laughs> I think people would know that because they generally know more about Taylor Swift. I feel oh, like yeah. if you make make reels about uh, the Taylor Swift plane thing and the Kanye picture, people are going to know that. She's yeah, big. Yeah, there's there's some hardcore Swifties, as they say. <laughs> Anything else for the listeners on the way out today, Blake? No, that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Please share the show with a friend, and we will catch you guys next week. Peace out. Congrats on making it all the way to the end. We hope you enjoyed the show. You are now officially part of the PM and the AM fan base, the morning people, and we are super pumped to have you here. Now that you're a part of the crew, please share the episode with a friend, and make sure to check out the rest of our shows and social media content for more hilarious brackets, crazy questions and an overall great time thanks for listening it truly means a lot to us and we'll catch you guys next week